Welcome back to YouTube with the boys to have a fantastic episode on Twitch streamers watching TV on stream. Isn't disguised toast right now? He's just straight up watching Naruto. Like last night I pulled up. I don't know if he deletes the VOD. I wonder if he doesn't delete the VOD. That would be very brave. Okay, it looks like he deletes the VODs. So you actually can't even find it anymore. But he's been watching Naruto or as he calls it, Oturon, which is Naruto backwards. I think, you know, it's a little tongue in cheek thing. And I watched the Rock Lee Gara fight with 27,000 people yesterday live. Pokimane got banned. Yes, that ha happened. Pokimane got a two-day ban recently on Twitch for watching Avatar The Last Airbender while streaming. She's not banned on YouTube. <laughs> free Pokey, she did nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing. Free Pokey, free Pokey. Free Pokey. <laughs> Now, this isn't something that's been out of the blue. What's been happening recently is streamers have been kind of pushing the boundaries on what they can do on stream and what they can stream in general because they are have been watching TV on the stream. Some notable names like XQC has been watching MasterChef, Disguised Toast has been watching uh, Naruto, and um, Death Note. Carl Jacobs watched, uh, I think... A large portion of the Total Drama Island series. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of streamers watching a lot of different shows. And here's why people have been talking about it. So Twitch, for those of you who don't know, is a live streaming platform where you basically people stream games, chatting, and a lot of your favorite creators are on it. And what the DMCA laws are is basically stuff that's copyrighted. Um, as you may have seen from the past, you know, a lot of people, there was a lot of drama about um, music. Like, almost, I think a year, two years ago on Twitch, because streamers would play music, play music, then get their channel striked because that music was copyrighted and it eventually led to the point where streamers can, like, no longer play any music on the stream. They have to kind of do um, either, like, you know, copyright-free music or literally deletes the whole, like, VOD of the stream. And this was kind of a tough time, and a lot of streamers were scared and deleted, like, I don't know, like, thousands of old VODs and clips and stuff like that. And, yeah, it was, like, not a fun time for streamers. But now we're back here, you know, in 2022 now, and we see streamers kind of repeating this same theme, but with video games and TV shows, which is a bit weird, because what people are kind of asking here is it kind of started off with, I believe, XQC watching MasterChef. But as some other streamers will say, no one really commented on it because XQC has a very loyal and dedicated fan base. And they are not really one... They're not people you want to mess with because they'll, you know, they'll spam all your Twitter comments and, you know, spam your chat and, like, just call you names. So why hasn't anyone had a problem with XQC watching Master Chef? Because he's XQC. Because he's the biggest streamer on the platform. You throw shade at him, his juicers will will destroy you. So a lot of people are too scared to say anything about XQC. Now, what I kind of see here is not exactly like the problem per se, but the issue is that is copyrighted content. On a lot of platforms, you have to pay to watch Naruto. I know Naruto is on Netflix. It's on um, you know, Crunchyroll, I'm pretty sure. It's on a lot of different platforms. 
So you would have to pay to get that programming. And what people are saying is, well, we're getting it for free on Twitch. Why would I pay for it? That's the difference between TV and a game. So with a game, like a video game, you know, you can watch someone play a video game, but you're not playing the video game. You know what I mean? You are not actually playing um, Halo if someone's playing it or Minecraft. You're watching someone play it. That's a bit different. Now, if you, you know, watch someone react to TV, you are also watching that TV. There is a big difference in that. It's the reason why you can't just watch pirated movies legally, technically. You know, it's illegal to pirate content. So you have these Twitch streamers just broadly watching it on stream. And there has been a big conflict about this in the the creator community. A lot of the older YouTubers, kind of, I've seen, like um, Jacksepticeye, Cinnamon Toast Ken, um, I think Penguin Zero, Moist Critical, just made a video on it. Um, Actually, yeah, he did. His video got... Um, 2.6 million views called Pokimane banned on Twitch about it. You might not remember this, but back in 2007, Viacom sued YouTube for a billion dollars. Viacom alleged that YouTube was engaging in brazen copyright violations where they were profiting off of their copyrighted work with all of these creators uploading their material, which is illegal. And they sued YouTube. It took three years for the first decision, which was in YouTube's favor, but then Viacom came back. Some of it was overturned, but ultimately in 2014, YouTube did come out on top. And they're kind of really questioning what these streamers are doing. Because they lived through time when YouTube was kind of still the Wild West. And, um, yeah, when YouTube was like that, people were getting sued by these companies for, you know, over fair use. And there were a lot of arguments, but eventually things were settled. Because YouTube got an auto-copyright system. And people are like, why are we bringing this back up? Why are you poking the bear? And, yeah, that's the question. Like, a lot of the older YouTubers have already been through this shit and, like, been worried their channels are going to get taken down are now questioning the people who are streaming this, which I think is pretty valid concern. So, I guess... I guess what the problem is, is the newer streamers... They seem, they're not oblivious. It's not like they don't know they're streaming copyrighted content. They're kind of seeing how far they can go. And, yeah. That's kind of the weird, you know, place we're in. They're testing the boundaries, but for what reason? I don't really know. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Now, I I like toast. And I am, like, I am a fan of toast. But uh, he, he's been watching anime on stream. And his reasoning for, um, you know, doing so was saying, well, if XQC can do it and get away with it, I'm just going to kind of do it to bring attention to it and, like, show people, well, wow, I'm going to watch anime on stream. And it's like he thought it was a Japanese company, so it was kind of harder to, um, you know, for them to kind of notice. But I'm going to watch anime on stream and see how far we can get this and bring a point to it claim to be doing something correct 
You know, I didn't go into this thinking I have the moral high ground. I went into this trying to showcase that this is happening on Twitch and people who take advantage of it are rewarded and people who don't are kind of crowded out. So it's like, can we all do it or should we all not do it? Because if you have some people doing it and some people not doing it, it creates an imbalance. It's not a balanced thing. It rewards those who are willing to take the risk. And there is a risk involved. They can get striked. And three strikes, remember, you lose your account. And here's kind of my thought. If you do maybe one stream to, you know, do a statement, you know, like kind of do, do one stream to say, oh, okay, you know, we're going to like prove the like that you can gain success by this and this is an unfair meta fine but he's been doing it for like like a week and a half now or maybe even more at that I think is around a week and a half from what I would remember and if you've been doing it that long and experiencing the good viewership he has I would honestly think at some point that maybe it switched from making a statement about why this is you know kind of unfair meta and trying to poke the bear and make a ruling on it to you know, he's getting successful viewership and he's able to now keep up with the other streamers doing it and keep ahead of the rest of the competition so he doesn't care if eventually a band strike comes, like, you know, a suit, lawsuit comes because he can handle it. And what a lot of the older creators are saying is this is dangerous for the smaller creators because the worry is if you watch Twitch, you know there's a lot of React content on it. Uh, a lot of times, you know, people, you know, will pull up YouTube videos and react to them or pull up other people's streams and react to them. They'll have media shares where people can pay to send them clips, stuff like all of that. And the worry is that Twitch, instead of creating a system to combat this, is just going to outlaw, you know, reacting altogether. And what this will hurt is the entire website experience for viewers and then also smaller creators who won't have the same tools of growth as other creators did. It would suck if we lived in a world where even watching a TikTok compilation got you banned. So then mid-tier TikTok, or excuse me, not mid-tier, but smaller creators on Twitch can't just do like a, a you laugh, you lose. Something simple like that. Now, you may think that is for the better. You may think that is for the worse. But, you know, in plain sight, that is going to affect a lot of creators. People can't react to YouTube videos on Twitch. That's a really, it kind of hurts, I think, the culture of Twitch becoming more mainstream. Because it would be only gaming again. And in times like this, there's not a lot of good games. So I think Twitch would struggle. And I don't know why creators would kind of bring them on themselves, bring this on themselves. But that seems to be, you know what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a ruling on it even though they know it can be really negative so i don't particularly get that personally for you know another example ludwig decided to make a video on this like a week ago he also posted one on his muggle mail channel as i was editing i have used sound bites from that and he says react streamers have gone too far it is toast in the thumbnail watching naruto and it's him calling out, uh, you know, a bunch of React streamers. And then he says, well, this is like, I don't know why they're doing this. You know, they're poking the bear. I don't understand. 
and it was a fair take. But like what kind of confused me is Ludwig then tried to get away with it on YouTube, as we know he's on YouTube now. So after after making this whole statement, he goes, well, oh, actually, let's see if we can do this on YouTube. And he, he kind of like acted like it was a test. But then, like, he immediately got claimed and he just restarted the stream. And like within two seconds, because YouTube's algorithm is so good at t- detecting things that are copyrighted. But I, I don't know. I also love what Ludwig, as you guys probably know, I've like talked about it multiple times, but it just, it rubbed me the wrong way a little. You know, to kind of go out and call out all these streamers and say this is kind of like a weird meta, and, and then two seconds later, kind of trying to see if you can join the meta, if it's a test, then uh, that seems a bit odd to me. It seems like you were trying to be like, oh, well, this seems pretty easy. I want to watch TV on stream. Let's see if I can do it. I know he, like, flipped it in horizontal and pitched it up. It could have been a test, but I don't know. It felt like he was really drawing out the situation. And if it worked for him, I question how long he would have watched that TV show horizontally and pitched up for a, quote, meme, unquote. Yeah. And it seems like I am, for some reason, one of the larger antagonists against the overall, you know, react thing. Which what I which I would add for one I react to shit that I'm not allowed to all the time like TikToks it's just as illegal they just have less power than a large company and two I said I would react if I could on YouTube and also if I wasn't so bad at it I said all these things whatever moving on I'll be honest and say I think my initial stance was a touch harsh Ludwig brings up some very valid points. But as he mentions it's weird hearing it come from someone who would react if they could and are now not on that platform. Overall, I respect his take immensely but I almost wish it came from another creator. Um, that's what I'll say. And as for Pokemon being banned, obviously I think we all know that's fair. She admitted it was fair herself. Um, but I, I just think it's time to stop. I personally love some React content, and there are a lot of things that you can react to that are not TV shows. It's really easy to put a YouTube playlist on or even spend a day reacting to another YouTuber, for Pete's sake. You could just do that. Um, one thing I really appreciated is Trey Schlatt. Well, not always the best person. Um, he reacted to Video Game High School by Rocket Jump. So Video Game High School is kind of like a really produced series made by a YouTube channel called Rocket Jump. It's on YouTube when he asked like the streamers if he was okay to stream it, and he did all that. And it was a really good stream. I enjoyed it. I had watched it like when I was in middle school as well. So I, I had some um, nostalgia there. Schlatt and Ted Nivison talking with Freddie Wong, the creator of Video Game High School. <laughs> you right now, Freddie. Yeah. My 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 buddy Michael Moses, you know him, Schlatt. Yeah, I know. He I know. introduced me to your videos when I was in middle school in seventh Whoa. grade. When we, first, when we first met each other, I've known him for like ten years now. Wow. And, and I started watching his videos and got interested in like VFX and stuff. And like you're partly the reason that I went to like film school and oh, got cool. interested in doing in f- film in the first place. So oh, that's very cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. Just thought I'd mention that. And I will, awesome, I will man. say as well that uh, in sixth grade, me and my buddy uh, made a YouTube channel 
with Windows Movie Maker and little yes. little yes. like the, muzzle flare. Yep. Yeah, muzzle yeah, flare stills. Sense. Yep, exactly, yeah. man. Oh. <laughs> and it was we were just trying to be like you. So this is just oh, man. I mean, this is just it's too fucking cool. We're probably making oh, you feel that's, that's, like you're ancient awesome, though. Man. But it, it was really cool to see him do that. I, I really appreciated it. I thought it kind of, you know, elevated his content and not elevated, but it, it was a cool medium is what I'm kind of trying to say. He found a way to stream React content while not making it copyrighted. And I think there is a lot of ways you can do that. Sure, you may not get the same amount of episodes or all of that, but there's a lot of good produced series on YouTube and I think there's a lot of options. So maybe watch those instead of going for these shows that they're going to get everybody banned. It's a little experiment right now i will look up twitch and see if anybody is in fact um reacting to tv seems like people have kind of taken a pause on this i think for the reason of pokemon being banned pokemon being banned i think that's kind of all they needed after that first move let's hope it calms down and i think it will but it was definitely a problem for a while um, you know, in other news, if we're going to move on, um, I have Toast, um, also became a VTuber recently. I don't know what the purpose was for. He's a VTube model of his, like, little logo, which I'm, again, not really sure what that was for, but it was kind of funny to see. I did end up watching, um, the, um, GeorgeNet Found and Quackity Vlog. The Quackity posted about meeting George, and that was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, I thought it was um, fun to see them meet, and it was fun to see him meet Tommy and Wilbur and Crazy Met KSI. I'm excited if that's going to be a vlog for that to come out. Um, it, it was just really fun to see everybody meet again. I think those are going to be really enjoyable. Um, I've had pretty good content in the past few days, but nothing exactly, um, you know... Um, amazing. I know that um, Rambu did, like I said last week, do his, you know, day with Anthony Padilla, and maybe I'll get around to doing, like, a whole episode on Anthony Padilla, but I haven't yet watched that. Yeah. Um, I think that it's just going to be a weird kind of in-between period on YouTube until we find another game. I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that, because... I think everybody is kind of looking for another game to watch and like, you know, themselves another game to play. Streamers are kind of struggling with that because let's be honest, burnout exists. Um, you can get out burnout playing a game just for pleasure. And if you're working, I would assume it's even worse because you're streaming for that much longer. Um, so I imagine again at some point we'll get a new game, hopefully, even if it's like a silly free one that everybody will play, but... A lot of things are just getting a little bit boring to me to watch as a viewer. I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched a gaming video in a while. I have been mostly watching, you know, some like um, IRL videos, a lot of podcasts, some skits, but I haven't myself watched a gaming video in a while. It's tough. There's not really something I want to watch. And I think, I don't know how I would change that. Yeah. 
I'm not sure. I think if I were a streamer and a YouTuber, at least my take was I would try to go just deep in the well and bring something nostalgic back. Because I don't know if it'll get the most views now. I would have to test that out. But I, I think like, I don't know, something like silly would probably do well. Like if someone released a popular like either Minecraft YouTuber or a popular mainstream YouTuber like played Club Penguin or something like that. Or played, again, I don't know, Cool Math Games and released it as a video. I actually think it would do well. And then there's a lot of horror games out. That's not really my genre. Or, I don't know if a lot, but more than other ones, there's horror games. Like, uh, I think Five Minutes at Freddy's came out, but I don't really enjoy watching that too much. I know there's a lot of fanatics out there, but I'm personally not one of them. So, I guess I'll just be waiting on my YouTube timeline for something good. Oh, another thing that happened... um, Disguised Toast and Ludwig did a bro versus bro, um, where basically it's a Ludwig does a series where he goes through and plays different games with a, a creator, and then they you know uh, have a winner who gets like a punishment slash prize. Yeah, and uh, they, he did it with Toast, and it was a good stream. But yeah, it's kind of been tough because I'm trying to find a YouTuber enthusiastic about. I do want to check the ones you guys have recommended because I know I'm a bit behind on that. Um, But yeah, I think that's where we're at for this week. I don't want to push it too much. Okay, now we are back for reviews. Um, JimQRT88 um, suggested um, making a Discord server. And maybe I'll think about that for um, a 2022 project. I'll see what it takes, and I, I I will consider it. I think that would be fun because it would be a much better way to get suggestions from like. Um, again, thank you for all the positive reviews on Spotify. We we're at thirty reviews and four point six stars. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Um, I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>